Welcome to the Wellness Hub Podcast with your hosts, Natalie and Emily. We hope to inspire families to nourish their body, mind, and spirit and become advocates for their own health. On the Wellness Hub, we'll be sharing resources to support you and your family on your health and wellness journey. Good morning, y'all. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Wellness Hub podcast. This morning, I have the pleasure and honor of interviewing Miss Natalie Reed of the Harmony Collective. So um, we want to talk about today just kind of her background, what the Harmony um, Collective is all about. So first, Natalie, can you just tell us a little bit about, about your backstory where you came from and what ultimately made you want to create the Harmony Collective? Sure. So I grew up in Central California. You've been to Southern California, right? Uh huh. Talk about that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so was that like LA area? Uh, Orange San County? Diego. Okay. But San Diego. Yeah. yeah. We're a couple hours north, but we are like the closest little town to us is San Lucas. I think there's like. 400 people maybe there but um, my family raises cattle there and so that's the closest town to the ranch and so we're south of south of san jose south of monterey um if you're familiar with that area and so yep so growing up on the ranch that was kind of my introduction to just kind of nutrition as a whole you know we were raising beef and then my dad had a huge garden and I also grew up in a really big family. My dad was one of eight. Oh wow. And so we were always, you know, going over to a grandparent's house or an aunt and uncle's house and thankfully everybody, I mean truly on both my mom and my dad's side, everybody really loves to cook. And so we were always, I mean, we could have been three years old, you know, up until um, still, we're still involved in um, all things in the kitchen with them, which was really just a really fun way to grow up and see kind of like farm to table approach. But also, um, I really think that nowadays it's just, it's uncommon to see a lot of kids being able to be involved in the kitchen and kind of see where you know, and how that food is made. And so we grew up with a lot of, um, you know, family recipes and we are, we're Danish on both sides of the family. So we have, uh, they're called Abel Skeevers. It's like a Danish pancake. And so that was, that's a family tradition to have when we do big family events. And, and so that was kind of like the root of where my interest for just nutrition and food and really like, whole foods came from. We grew up canning and making jam and, and, uh, yeah, pomegranate jelly was actually a really big thing. And no one here. No, (laughs) I've never had this. So yeah, I need to try it. Nobody here, uh, has ever had that. They're like, what in the world? And so, um, anyway, um, that was just kind of the root of just, my relationship with food and I look back now and um, think about my childhood and I'm like I grew up with 
a very healthy relationship with food. And I'm just, I'm super grateful for that and super grateful to um, have been in a family where they included us in all of that. And I just think it's just a very, um, just a very like wholesome, healthy thing. And, you know, that's, that's one of my goals too, when we end up having kids as well. And so I first started, you know, I feel like most people who end up in the health space, they usually um, have some sort of health journey on their own. Um, I know when when you're talking about like your mom and grandma and um, and that was like, yeah, I feel like pretty much all of us has had something that pushes us to to where we end up. And so I would say that back in high school was when I really started not feeling well, but I thought that it was just a mixture of the fact that I was playing a ton of sports and, you know, high school is stressful anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, I kind of figured that that's what that was from, but really fatigue, I would say set in a lot. And I saw that a lot with, um, like practices and just kind of an everyday thing. Not, I wouldn't say I felt super, super well, um, all the time. And so it wasn't until I got to college to where I was like, man, they, I think there's, you know, something going on. I felt like, I was living off of caffeine and my fatigue was really bad. My anxiety was through the roof. And again, I kind of just chalked it up to the fact that I was taking 20 units and I was working till two um, at the restaurant that I was working at. And, but now looking back, really my body was in a fight or flight situation. And so, um, you know, when your body's in fight or flight, you're, you're running on those stress hormones. So you're, you're craving almost even more. And Mm -hmm. so I see that so often. And I did it myself was, um, I just crammed my schedule. And so I felt like I was supporting myself because I, I wasn't slowing down enough to, um, get fatigue really bad or get anxiety, but it was, um, really doing the opposite of of the support that I needed. And so I majored in ag, which was, it was such, it was just like such a great experience. I went to Cal Poly um, in San Luis Obispo. They have a wonderful ag program. And that was really what I thought I wanted to do. And I ended up, um, I think it was my senior year. You know, I was going from doctor to doctor and was like, trying to figure out why I was having that anxiety, you know, heart palpitations, horrible, like digestive, um, symptoms, and they could never find anything. You know, I would hop from doctor to doctor. I wore a heart, I had to wear a heart monitor for a little bit. Cause I was saying, you know, I told them like, I feel like my heart's racing and they're like, it's not, <laughs> we did the monitor. Um, and so anyway, um, through that, I ended up working with a chiropractor there who did muscle testing and um, they ended up showing that I was sensitive to like 50 foods. And I even did a blood test back then because I, you know, the whole like alternative health um, specifically was a little bit new to me. So I went and got a blood test too, just to double check. And, um, and they of course were the same. And really the muscle testing showed me, showed me even more, which was kind of wild, but So then that led me to a very restrictive eating um, pattern because I was so desperate to feel better and they told me that I couldn't have all of these things and it really led to super restrictive and super unhealthy um, way of eating. And so I look at like 
you know, the the way I grew up. And I was like, I never viewed food as bad. Yeah. You know, thankfully, my, you know, my parents never talked about food in a bad way or anything like that. And so, but as soon as I had, you know, the doctor tell me that these foods are bad, then it kind of like flipped a switch. And that restrictive um, pattern kind of came into play. And so that led to a lot of, honestly, more anxiety because I was like, not wanting to go out with friends because I'm like, there won't be anything there that isn't going to make me feel better. And it was all in hopes of, um, you know, getting to the root. It was like, if I take these out, I'm going to feel better. And so it wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't doing it to like lose weight or anything like that. Um, I was really just trying to um, feel better. And so I was kind of clinging on to that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, even all those things considered, I took, um, it was my dream job. I always say I thought it was my dream job, um, but you know, seasons change and I now know that what I'm doing here is my dream job. But at that time, it really, it was my dream job. It was with this really incredible animal health company and I ended up having a few states and just awesome coworkers and a great team. But when I'm looking back now, I, I thankfully I can see it now back then, you know, I obviously, um, I wasn't aware of it, but my body was stuck in that fight or flight. And so taking that job that was so high, um, demanding, it was sales. Um, you know, so it was very demanding, very, um, stressful in some forms, um, in both good and bad ways. You know, I was traveling multiple States and, um, presenting all the time and stuff like that. And, Anyway, that job really was not the support that I needed since I was already um, in that stressed out state. And so I started and it was, you know, it took about nine months to where my body was just like full blown autoimmune. And I didn't quite understand what that was until I was like, oh my gosh, my brain fog is so bad. I'm having all these crazy symptoms that nobody can you know, they're, they're like, we don't know what that is. And, um, and so anyway, we went to a doctor in, um, the Bay area and they said that like all of my symptoms checked out for Lyme disease. And, you know, we grew up with, um, animals, we grew up hunting and fishing. And so it kind of checked out, you know, I mean, you hunt and stuff and mm -hmm. it's like, there are ticks. Yeah. You know, and um, and so it all checked out and really like we had friends who had Lyme disease and it was it's a horrible thing. And yeah. instead of being like upset about it, I was like, awesome. I now know what's going on. Yeah. You know, we can like start working on it now that we know. And so I went through um, the conventional route for that. And I know that works for a lot of people, um, but it was not, it was definitely not the right one for me, but I went, it was a three month antibiotic treatment. And so I went through the first two months. I think I almost made it to two months. And I was like, I'm just, you know, I'm feeling horrible. And the doctors would say, you're going to feel worse before you get better. That's just how it is. And I, I do understand that, you know, bacteria die off and stuff that can make you feel worse, like a Herx reaction. But um, I definitely did not feel better. And so finally I was like, you know, I'm going to take this alternative route. If it doesn't work, I know they're still there. Um, I did get a weird 
kind of a weird feeling first starting out with them considering the price for just an appointment was $600. Oof. Yes. And that was not including supplements. Yeah. And that just kind of rubbed me wrong. I was like, you know, <laughs> is this actually going to help me or, um, and so anyway, so went down, um, went down that road and then kind of did a 180. And I was thinking to myself, if I've been on antibiotics consistently for, um, two months, then my gut has to need support. Mm -hmm. And what was weird, they'd never, um, you know, they never told me that I needed to support it as I was taking those, which a lot of, you know, a lot of conventional doctors do like there's such a good mix between conventional and, um, alternative, but, um, and so anyway, went down the gut health route and when they, you know, when, you research what can I do to help support my gut it's going to be a lot of fermented foods Mm -hmm. and um and things like that and you know it helped for it helped for quite a while um and then I felt like it was almost kind of making me worse Mm -hmm. um and again looking back I was I was still stuck in that fight or flight so if I'm stuck in that inflamed state um it doesn't always allow you to um, to incorporate other things that might help right um, you know because the the fermented foods are higher in histamines and my histamines were already high because I was reacting to everything um, I didn't understand that then but um, and so I kind of took a shift from that I went to a natural path and another chiropractor um, and just between switching over my nutrition, we did find like an underlying strep um, virus that I had or strep bacteria um, infection that I had. And um, I think that was also one of the things that was, you know, aiding in that fight or flight. So we, mm-hmm. we worked on that, but a big part of my issue was that I was under eating over exercising. Mm-hmm. And I probably had been doing that since my freshman year of high school yeah and um partly because we're not really taught um i mean we're not taught proper nutrition in high school and we were working out you know what i was doing three sports and and um then i went into college and that was very much i feel like we're around the same age around like the like heavy crossfit mm-hmm. um, era <laughs> and coming with that it was like just eat chicken and broccoli. That's all you need to eat, um, which is terrible <laughs> all the time. Um, and it doesn't, yeah, that didn't do it for me, but I still did it. You know, it was kind of like the trend at that time. And so I realized once going to um, the naturopath and the chiropractor, I was like, man, I'm not feeling my body. And, um, and so anyway, I ended up having to leave that animal health job. And that was really like, that was pretty traumatic for me. Cause I thought, you know, I worked so hard to get there and I thought that that's where, where like, I mean, I could have been with them forever and I have friends that are still with them. And, um, and anyway, so I took a little bit of a break. I focused on, um, gut health. I focused on nutrition and just through like, you know, health, like healing is so multi multifaceted yeah and so I was going to an acupuncturist and I was um I really felt like I had basically all of the puzzle pieces and I just started feeling so much better that's awesome and 
I was like, man, I was basically bedridden. My brain fog was so bad that I felt like I was getting lost all the time. And then now here I am feeling better than I've ever felt. And um, once I hit a certain point, I was like, I need to get some certification to help other people who are in the same situation. And it doesn't have to be autoimmune. It can be digestion. It can be just, I mean, I see anxiety with almost every single client. Yeah, I could see that. And um, yeah, we just, I feel like we just like, kind of live in a world that, um, you know, if you're not actively working on um, managing that, it's just really easy to kind of fall into that. Yeah. And so I went through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and that was, it was just a really, really awesome program. And through that, you know, I had to take a break of exercising and, um, because one, I just physically couldn't. And then, um, once I started feeling better, I was, I was like, I don't know if heavy exercise is what my body needs considering I just went through what I went through. And so I did take a break from that. I did, um, I continued to lift, um, some and walk. Um, but as soon as I started, um, bringing movement back in, there was a yoga studio at home and I ended up going, there's two actually that I ended up going to. And it just made a world of a difference. You know, if I could balance, like making sure that I was eating enough with, um, movement that wasn't aiding in that fight or flight response, mm -hmm. then I was just feeling awesome. And so I went and got my, um, Inferno hot Pilates, um, teaching certification. And then kind of like in the mix of all of that, I met my husband here in Texas and um, tried to convince him to move to California, but you can <laughs> you old, can imagine how that went over. Old Texas yeah. boys, <laughs> gotta love them. Yes, yeah, and I, I, I'm so glad that I'm here and it worked out that way. But it was it was a pretty funny conversation. <laughs> um, and so anyway, moved here, and then I was exposed to nervous system based chiropractic through quite a few different avenues, which it's just so interesting to me that Lubbock, like West Texas area, we're pretty diverse in mm -hmm. like integrative alternative healthcare. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I, I had no idea moving here. I was like, you know, what am I getting myself into? But we just, we have such an awesome community. And so I was exposed to, um, that nervous system based chiropractic. And I feel like as soon as I started learning about that and realizing that like chiropractic was an input into the nervous system and that it needed to be done in a way that supported the nervous system rather than like rack and crack all the way down. And it depends on where the, the client is or the patient is um, in their life and um, you know, just a lot of different things. But I feel like when I, when I really learned about that, that's kind of when it clicked to me with like, man, I was just in fight or flight from like age 14 to age 23. Yeah. And so that was just a really cool eye opening experience. And then I also was exposed to some frequency medicine and like supplementation and things like that, which, um, again, I think are, you know, the whole multifaceted part of healing. I think that, um, there's just so many different things that, that you can do to support your body. But that was, um, just a really interesting thing. And, and so with that, 
Um, we also worked on um, a lot of like hormone related things and um, nutrition related things, but I really feel like um, I noticed the need for some sort of nutrition based program. <laughs> and I think that both, um, both holistic and conventional can sometimes reach for the pill or reach for the supplement really quick. Yep. And I think that it's not out of, um, you know, it's not out of like, not maliciousness, but it's not like, um, you know, out of like, I'm getting a kickback on this supplement. It's just, um, that when someone shows up for any sort of like adrenal or thyroid or anything like that, it's, um, it's just really easy and, um, common to be like, okay, Hey, let's get you started on these supplements or these pills, um, to support that. And I have seen it being a good, like that being a good approach. Um, but I, th I also like personally saw that, you know, why, why, why are their adrenals off? Is it cause they're under eating mm -hmm. and they're not eating nutrient dense foods and, um, and they're over exercising or, um, you know, their thyroid is off because they're not, um, they're low carb, low fat. Um, and anyway, so I kind of, I saw that need. And so I started working on a program and, it wasn't actually until last, let's see, it would be last October when I branched out on my own and I, um, I ended up getting this space here over by tech and we were supposed to open in June, but ended up opening in March, which honestly was just a blessing in disguise. Cause I feel like over the holidays and all of that, it's always so busy. Um, but opening up Harmony Collective, I really, um, my dream behind it was to open up a space that, um, was all inclusive for anybody. Say you are literally just the idea of making changes for you and your family, like is a brand new thing. And, um, you know, it's just kind of completely new to you. And you're like, I just want someone, I just want to have somebody to like hold my hand through this and at least get me started on a healing journey. Um, as well as for people who are already in it. Um, some people have been on it forever and they're like, I just want another, um, take on nutrition or I want to make sure that I'm eating enough nutrient dense food or eating enough calories. Um, but also for the people who, um, for the people who have tried so many things and they've, they haven't worked for whatever reason, um, because I think, you know, especially as women, we are, there's so many fat diets, there's so many fat trends that we, um, you know, we have friends that are doing this, so we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, or we read something on the internet and we do it. And, um, I think that it can get very discouraging for, um, you know, for both men and women, but, when you start making changes to better your health and you expect to feel better or um, lose weight or whatever your goals may be and you get to a point you plateau or you put all this time and energy in and nothing changes. And so um, just being a, a space for all of those scenarios, you know, you might even like not even be fully 
you know, committed that you want to go down this road, but you're just interested. Um, it's always, you know, I always want to have um, like an open door policy for people to come in and learn and um, and just take the tools to better their health if that's, you know, a, if it's a time um, that's right for them to do that. And so um, as far as um, as my programs and stuff like that, the term um, like integrative health, that is, um, again, I feel like I've used the word multifaceted a lot, but that's really based on the fact that healing is, it's not linear and mm -hmm. it's, um, it's not just eating foods that are supportive for your body. And um, actually back when I, let's see, that would have been before I moved here, it was still when I was um, still trying to feel better. Um, I read um, The Rain Barrel Effect by Dr. Stephen Cabral. And he is a naturopath, um, but he's also, I think he does like Ayurvedic um, medicine and stuff like that also. But it was kind of like the like fire that I needed at that time because I felt like I was I was feeling better, but then I um, I plateaued and then somehow I came across his book and basically his um, you know his explanation is like if you picture a rain barrel um, you picture it as like a wooden slat wine barrel um, and so if it's filling up with water you don't see that you know mm -hmm. you don't see it until it's until a point where you can't see it yeah. Um, and so if we're picturing our body as that barrel, we have all of these inputs and um, stressors or toxins, so to speak, um, that are filling up our barrel consistently. And all it takes is for it to get to the top and then it's one, like one other stressor and you're just completely overflowing. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, when you look at it from like the stress response, like a full barrel means like that you are in like max, max stress, probably either at the stages of getting a fight or flight or pretty close. And so it's like, if you're already there and somebody takes your parking spot, you know, it's really easy to have that bad stress response. Cause you're already like, up, you know, everyone's like, I'm up to my ears in this. Yeah. Um, and so, so anyway, um, basically that book i don't i'm just going to preface this with the fact that i don't agree with everything he talks about agriculture in there yeah. uh, which not everybody has to agree on everything but in case i have some people go buy it which you should it's a really good book um there's some stuff in there that um, i don't agree with but that's just because i grew up in ag and so um but anyway um i read that book and then i made like a barrel of my own and i filled um in you know what my stress level was at Mm -hmm. and then filled up what was taking up that space and how much, you know, each one of those things were taking up. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, I had the sickness at that time. So that was a, that was a big stress for me. But, but there was also like relational stress and work stress and, um, you know, environmental toxins. You don't have control over that. Um, I had the underlying virus that added into that. And so my barrel was basically full. And so that gave me a, like a visual of like, dang, I'm, this is where I'm at. Um, but then I was looking at all the things that filled it up and it was just this like realization of I'm doing a lot of these things. 
or I have control of these things yeah and not super easy to hear when you're like 20 whatever and so just you know taking responsibility um and just you know making the mind shift of like I'm not feeling sick because I like have whatever is going on with me it's like I'm doing all these things to myself aiding in that you know in that um like sickness response and so i really had to look at all of those and be like okay how do i decrease that barrel how do i how do i get this down to management like or manageable um you know <clears throat> height and so that way when i do have some sort of stress whether it's with my health or whether it's with work um, i'm not getting sick and i'm not having poor stress responses and all of that and so i think that um other than um, birth control, which that's another thing. We, <laughs> I feel like that's a whole other podcast, but yeah. really um, just, just realizing those uh, stressors and managing them was like one of the last puzzle pieces. Cause like I can eat as good as like, you know, anybody and I can exercise and um, you know, like on paper that looks great. It's like I'm eating enough, I'm exercising enough. But if I have all these other stressors that are taxing my adrenals and uh, pushing me towards towards disease rather than towards health, doesn't matter what I eat, mm-hmm. you know. And so that can also look like past. Everybody has some past traumas, um, you know, things that we might be holding on to, stored emotions, things like that. And so anyway, that was just like a a turning point for me where I was like, okay, I'm actually in control of this. Um, and, and so, yes, if you haven't read that book, you should read that. I need to. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I love, so like you kind of talked about two big umbrellas, I think are so important. And I think why we, um, tend to be, you know, so interested in what each other is doing and what to expand, you know, into the hub of what everybody else is doing, who sees things this way is that, unfortunately we live in a world that's so fast paced that we're so focused on covering up symptoms instead of getting to the root of what's actually going on and also oversimplifying problems instead of looking at the pie of what's actually going on and looking at each piece and addressing that piece because like you said you know your diet could be excellent your exercise could be excellent and you could still be a wreck Mm -hmm. because you're stuck in fight or flight which that that's the sympathetic nervous system whereas the parasympathetic nervous system is literally in charge of rest and digest yep so if sympathetics are firing (laughs) then rest and digest can't can't get their um their needs met either so i love that um can you tell us a little bit more about like what working with you looks like do you do programs is it all super individualized um how do they find you is this in person online can you just kind of describe your services like that yep so um i do a few different um a few different things and so i do both virtual and in person um my main program um i've i of course do just nutritional consults and those can be um you know, goal specific, if you have something, you know, say your doctor said for some reason you, um, you have to go on a vegetarian diet or something like that, which, 
Um, hopefully that's never happens, but it can. And so, um, you know, we could do a nutritional consult and figure out like what you're needing help with, how I can support you. And then we would determine how many times, um, you know, a month you need to come in, what, um, you know, what goals um, both of us can have to help support you in whatever um, you're going through. But my main program is, um, it's as well, it is virtual and in-person, but it's called Nourish with Natalie. And I think it really encompasses like the integrative health aspect. Um, basically, you know, going over what both of us um, were just discussing, but I think that, um, again, nutrition, um, that is the first part. So it's an eight week program. I'm working on a 12 week program because I really think I'm finishing up with a group of girls this week. And I just really think that it would be a benefit um, to have that third month to really, um, you know, because 60 days is, you know, not a lot. (laughs) When you look in the grand scheme of things, you know, looking at like, how long it took you to get to where you are. And so um, I will say that it's not um, like, it's not a diet pill and it's not like that, you know, truthfully, there are a lot of like things that can happen quickly and, you know, that I have personally seen, but I would not like, um, I would not say that it is like your quick fix. If you want to like lose 40 pounds in however much of, um, time, um, I would suggest, um, first looking at why you want to do that, (laughs) but then also I'm just looking at, um, a more sustainable option. And that's really what my program, um, works on. And so, um, right now, again, that's eight weeks, but I'm working on the 12 week. Um, and so those first four weeks, we are really focusing on switching, um, over to a whole foods diet. And so, um, Again, like I love that you said we we live in like that fast paced world because we do and like the hustle culture. That's a whole other thing I could get into. Like, I just think that that's not sustainable. Um, And um, but along with that comes um, people wanting convenience. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I see that being like eating a lot um, out or just a lot of package things. And of course, you know, the 80 20, I truly believe that if you are fueling your body um, with nutrient dense food 80% of the time, that 20% is not, um, one, it's not going to affect your goals because you're already, you know, your rain barrel's filled with good things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but it's also not going to uh, have a terrible effect. And so I think that also helps with um, like your relationship with food and stuff like that. But so we work on um, those first four weeks switching to a whole foods diet. So we do, um, we have three in-person or virtual appointments. Um, We'll go through how to balance a meal, making sure that you are eating enough calories and eating frequently enough. Um, And then we do a grocery store consult where we look at products and ingredients and go through, you know, we will sit down and look if you have products that you know that might not be as supportive. There aren't good and bad foods. There's foods that, su- that are supportive and foods that are less. And so um, 
we'll do some ditch and switch items and normally we just go to the store and we walk through if we're in person we walk through every aisle and i show you the alternatives and the ingredients um you know two items might look completely the same mm -hmm. and one has high fructose corn syrup and the other one doesn't yeah um, if you're virtual we still um we go through our whole and the whole entire grocery store consult handouts and then i send you pictures of all of the foods that are supportive because i take pictures all the time and so um that grocery store consult you're not um you know you're not obligated to purchase anything i have a lot of people that like plan their week around it so they do purchase um but then others just take pictures for when they run out um, of what they're using currently and so um, we also work on meal planning and i think that is kind of um that's just such an important piece when we look at wanting convenience also it's like are we wanting convenience um because we're super busy and we have no time to prep anything or are we wanting convenience because we don't know how to meal plan or we just don't want to yeah you know um and so kind of kind of looking into that and looking at you know every program's bio individual so i have um people who have um children and so the children are sensitive to something so we look at alternatives for that we have i have single people i have um people who um have like seven kids and they really need a meal plan um and so we work on how to do that efficiently and just some tips and tricks that make that easier um because that can feel overwhelming yeah. um you know we're already making a ton of changes and then we're trying to plan something out of you know and whether you are at home with your kids or you work um you know there's always a lot going on and so um i do have um a few that bring in their husbands which i love i just think that um like ideally i want this to be like a a whole family practice because i want you to be incorporating um or including your kids in things so they're realizing that like if they have the option you know they're going to pick the more nutrient dense option because they know that it's going to make them feel better and that it's going to feel their body and then of course when the husband's on board you know if, if the wife is busy or the boyfriend you know um if the wife is busy then the husband can step in um and so anyway i just love that that that's kind of been a new thing um and so those second four weeks we will be um actually i'm gonna hop back to that first four weeks really quick we focus on um blood sugar regulation okay um and so i see that so much both for men and women um but for women we are just more sensitive we we have a 28 day hormone cycle um, men have a 24 hour hormone cycle they are much more resilient um and can come back um when it comes to like not eating <laughs> mm -hmm. um they don't have their hormones fluctuating like ours do and so um as women we are more sensitive and so eating um you know enough and also frequently throughout the day is going to support um that hormone production support your thyroid um and all of that so we focus on making sure that you're eating um frequently enough and um just enough in general and so um, that second four weeks, we are focusing on adrenal health. And I just, I go back and forth between like, do I start with adrenal health or do I start with nutrition? Because again, you know, we, they're so cohesive. Um, they need to be cohesive. They, um, you can't have one without the other. 
And, um, and so we work on, um, like identifying stressors. We work on, um, you know, there's the gut brain connection. Um, and so just really acknowledging that stress not only like affects how you feel, but it affects your digestion, um, which is huge. And, um, there's the gut um, immune system connection as well. And, you know, a lot of your immune system resides in your gut. And so people, um, who are getting sick all the time and, um, things like that are realizing that like, man, if I actually am like supporting my body and healing my gut, then I'm not getting sick like I am. And so we focused a lot on that and just on, um, just identifying the stressors and easy ways to mitigate them. Um, and then we like segue that into digestion. And so we work on digestion throughout the whole um, program because when we're cutting out those um, inflammatory ingredients and inflammatory foods in that first half, we are, um, you know, we're supporting digestion. When we're eating enough um, healthy fats and we're getting enough protein and carbs, we're helping digestion. And so by the time we hit digestion at the end, um, we're really working on um, like the stress management part of digestion, um, but also some um, ways nutritionally that you can um can support that and so that is that eight-week program and that is um, what 99% of my clients do um, I also am working on a fertility course and so that was another big part of my healing journey was um, realizing the havoc that birth control was just wreaking in my body yeah. <laughs> and I've read a lot of books you know beyond the pill the fifth vital sign um, those are just incredible books that talk about what it does to you when you're on it. And then also when you get off of it and try to get pregnant, um, there can also be some issues there because, you know, we're bombarding ourselves with estrogen and iron every single day, um, which is taking a toll on our gut. And, um, and so anyway, working on a fertility course, I should be done within the next um, two to three months. And so that will really focus on, um, it can be for, um, any woman who, um, who is cycling, whether you, um, are trying to get pregnant, trying not to get pregnant, but I will teach you how to track your cycle. And, um, you know, there's a lot more that goes into your cycle than just, you know, trying to get pregnant and not, um, yeah. you can work out according to your cycle. There are different mm -hmm. times of, um, your cycle where you are going to have more energy and when, um, then times where you should maybe stick to yoga and things like that. Um, and so working on that, I also do, um, Pilates, like I said. And so a big part of the Pilates, I love that you um, talked about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic because um, overall, I mean, we're just trying to regulate our nervous system. Like that's just, we have all these inputs all the time. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to exercise, I really make sure that um, I don't leave my clients leaving the studio like stuck in their parasympathetic we get our heart rate back down we get back we do breath work to get back and rest and digest because normally when you leave a workout you're like okay i gotta go go home i have to cook dinner i have to um do laundry i have to um interact with people um, but also you know working out in the middle of the day it's like okay i'm getting you know when you exercise your cortisol is raising too and so it's like you're gonna um you know, have that input and then you're not being able to come down, then you go to work and it's stressful and you don't ever get to come down. Yeah. Um, and so we really work on that. I have a low intensity and a high intensity. And so I really talk to, um, 
to my clients and um, work with them on, I ask them, like, have you eaten today? If you haven't eaten today, you do not need to be doing eight reps. You know, you should um, you should go nice and slow. If you um, have had a super stressful week, maybe you should sign up for the low intensity instead of the high intensity. And so um, anyway, it's all connected. And um, that's really just how I've always wanted to design it. So um, that basically wraps up those programs. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, the... The human body is so insanely resilient, but again, the way that things are now, everything is so dang extreme. It, extreme and, is such a good word. Oh, and like, I mean, the body is so resilient, but if you push it to the extremes for long enough, it will cry uncle. Like mm -hmm. it will be the straw that broke the camel's back or the, the yeah. last uh, raindrop that fills the barrel. Like there, there is a limit to that. So I love that you're teaching such a like a comprehensive approach to that with all facets of their life whether that's stress or nutrition or hormones or even just the connection between all of them i i love that um and it as a an exercise junkie myself i, I can attest you're you're right like there there are times that i've noticed i lean on it too much instead of kind of diving into okay why am i feeling so stressed that i need to make myself run 10 miles today you know or, i used to do that whatever so much yeah and you know i think there's a balance and like if if your body's tolerating it and you're into endurance sports or whatever like you do you but i think the general population we all do that and i think that's a really powerful message that more people need to hear and really take to heart um, what would you say at this point has been the most rewarding part of the Harmony Collective for you? Man, it's hard. <laughs> um, I just love, you know, especially since I went through, um, through my own health journey, um, you know, the fatigue and anxiety and things like that, those were such a huge controlling part of my life. And, um, when I'm able to walk with clients and work, um, through my program, program with them and they come in and tell me that, um, they have no anxiety or their digestion is, did a complete 180, um, or they don't crash in the afternoon and they can go home and play with they, you know, play with their kids. That is just like, I could just cry, we laugh, we've cried, we've done um, so many things. And I think just being able to um, support others and serve them is just um, something that I've always dreamt about. And I just know that like, you know, I've been on this wild path of healing and all of that. And I know God put me there for that reason. Um, and I know that um, just having that experience um, just makes it even more impactful on me, you know, when I have clients that start to feel better and regain, um, regain their health. It's just like, it's magical for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as a fellow empath, I can definitely relate to that. It's, it's not, um, any number or anything like that. It's the impact that you have. That's what makes it so worthwhile and tells you that you're doing the right thing that God put you on this planet to do. Um, so I have kind of a, a philosophical question for you to wrap up today. Um, 
what would you say, Natalie, is the legacy that you are wanting to leave behind? I love this question. Um, of course, when I'm thinking about like um, my own family and when we start to have kids and all of that, um, I, I want to, um, to work towards having that same, I wouldn't say childhood specifically, but just creating um, the healthy relationship with food, healthy relationship with your body um, that I was so um, thankful to have growing up because I, um, I just think that those things are, uh, I mean, they're generational. Um, and I think that passing that down um, can break a lot of generational traumas. Um, and so I just want to be kind of um, a pillar for my family and um, and um, and our children. And that's that's a huge drive for me um, to um, to educate um, our family. That way they're able to educate their children or their aunts or their uncles or um, grandparents to help better their own health. Um, and along with that, as far as like Harmony Collective, um, I just really want to um, to help families and educate them on nourishing their body so they're able to pass that down um, on to theirs. And so, uh, but I also want, um, I also want when somebody's thinking about Harmony Collective or they're talking about Harmony Collective for them to really fully grasp that like I care about them as a person, um, not just a client, they're not just a number, I care about them and I care about um, their health and um, that I genuinely, genuinely <laughs> um, want to help them and serve them in whatever season of life they're on. Yeah, well, and the the amazing thing is it really turns into a ripple effect. When, when you help one person and they tell somebody else, and, the the amount of lives that you're able to have an impact on it's it's so humbling and so amazing so i i love that and i feel very strongly that you're going to, going to accomplish all of those legacies and i'm really blessed to be able to observe it myself so it has been so much fun learning more about like your background and where all this came from and that uh, food actually doesn't come from the grocery store uh, right in, in case anybody <laughs> didn't know that uh, that was something that really cracked me up i heard a lot in 2020 people were shocked that milk didn't come from the grocery store yep so i'm so glad we got that sorted out <laughs> um but anyway so this has been so much fun and next week, we are both going to be interviewing our next guest, which at the moment escapes me. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to post about it. So follow us on Instagram and we will do a post on um, who we will be sharing next week. Yes, because my mommy brain escaped me. But <laughs> I am so excited for that. And I hope you all all have a fabulous week. Um, be sure to reach out to Natalie at the Harmony Collective. If any of these services sound like something that you and your family could benefit from, where's the best place for people to find you? So my website, harmonycollective.org is a really good resource. You can also um, find me on Instagram and Facebook. And then of course, contact me um, through cell phone 831-320-9429. 
Awesome. We will see y'all next time. Have a good one.